Hey guys, this is DJ Dugan, marketing guy at Smith Music. The following episode with Cleet Bradley discussing his new album, Too Many Chiefs, Not Enough Indians, was recorded at the Smith Music offices in the Fort Worth Stockyards. Enjoy. All right. Welcome to the Texas Tailgate Podcast, Cleet. How are you doing? Doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Uh... Wanted to bring you in. We're going to chat a little bit about your new album. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Too Many Chiefs, Not Enough Indians. That's uh, correct. Where, 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 where did that come from? Where did that line come from? I know it's in the song. Right. Uh, you know, I've, I'd been in, at the time I'd graduated college and uh, I went into the oil field and it was one of those things where you're chasing a woman type deal. You know? Yeah. And instead of playing music, you know, I thought I could go live that. I guess that life that everybody lives. Yeah, the oil field life. Well, or the, just the, you know, I was looking for you know maybe get married, have kids, have a family, that type of deal, you know. And uh, I'd already done the band thing with my old band before that for you know almost seven years. So it was kind of mm. to come off of that and not play music anymore. It was to go chase, I guess, a different dream, you know, at the time. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes dreams aren't meant to be. So. Uh, no. Either that or your dream gets altered, one of the two. <laughs> it becomes a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. But no, that, that's kind of, um, I was working in the oil field, and a lot of times I'd hear that, that saying uh, from a guy named uh, Keith Pageant, who was, he was a tool pusher, and, uh, well, actually, he was, he was a, I guess a, a superintendent is what he was, but he would, uh, he'd come in there and he'd, uh, too many chiefs not enough indians you know and, and just kind of throw that in so it's such day, an old school it uh, is it's an uh, old uh, saying and, yeah. and i'd heard it he said it one time and i it just hit me in the head and at that time i hadn't touched my guitar or, or anything uh it'd been like oh gosh probably five or six years before i didn't wow. touch because i just when i got away from music it was one of those things where i knew i did fully get away or i was going to come right back mm. you know top deal yeah and um but i kind of thought of that that whole saying and thought man there's too many chiefs and not enough indians in so many ways whether it's love whether it's you know lust adultery just the whole life and i started thinking about the oil field how a lot of the oil fields about you know there's there's some keeping up with the joneses and oh for sure and there's somebody's cheating on who or who's cheating on somebody or you know, you always hear and all those stories. You grew up in West Texas, didn't you? Yeah, I grew yeah. up. Yeah, I grew up in a little town called uh, Denver City. Yeah, and then, I, and then I moved away from there. Uh, I grew up in Stanton, outside yeah, of Midland. Right. Yeah, and then I went to Andrews for a year, ah. and then uh, big my, city. You know, my dad, being a oil, you know in the oil field, uh, we we moved a little bit, and we left. Uh, and we were only in Andrews for a year, and then we ended up moving to Greenwood, which we ah, played against. Yeah, them. Greenwood. Yeah. yeah, so we played. Which is, them. I love you say that. We, we Greenwood did play Stanton there for a second, but now Greenwood's so. Do they big. not? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, Greenwood's so big now. Big they, now, yeah. They, yeah they're they like four or five A now. Are they? So, wow, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know they, that. They're they're they've got their own green. Uh, uh, everything now oh, I, out there i figured that it's, I mean, it's grown out and i need to go visit i feel bad yeah. but I, a lot of times when i go to midland and i'm playing i'm i don't have time to really stick mm. around and, and go see my old stopping grounds I, I try to every now and then but it's just a quick drive through you know? yeah yeah so. for a lot of people yeah, yeah for a lot, you're right you kind of got to go a little ways out of it yeah you know? yeah so, but now i kind of took that that you know when i when i started writing this record it was um 
it was one of those things where I had some things I wanted to say, I guess, you know, in some ways, and and uh, and I just wanted to create a picture of what goes on out there sometimes, you know. Oh yeah, uh, it's a whole the, other world. You got your good and your bad. You know, it's almost like a completely different scene. You know, you come to the music scene and you got all these people that you you know in this scene. Yeah. When you go to the oil field, you're doing sales or you're working out. You know, I, I started out just I had a originally when I first broke out in the oil field, uh, I'd quit college. Oh wow! And it was uh, Deb was like, "Oh well, cool. I got you on a rig. Start next week. <laughs> did, did a little bit of trip and pop, and you know, then you then you yeah. you're like, you know what, man? I think I'm gonna go back to college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's many times where I, that it's uh, the summer between yeah. semesters. And, oh yeah, and it's go out there for a little bit, do a little work, and they're like, mm, no, I think I'm going to go back to college uh, yeah, <laughs> in yeah. the fall. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up graduating, and, I, and, the, and then the worst part was I went right back yeah. to the oil field. Yeah, and so easy sometimes. It, it is, and I, I stayed in there for a while, and, and but, you know, you, I think a lot of it, it taught me that I really missed playing music mm. and that I was meant for something else. Yeah. And, uh, and so since I've been back, man, I've just been a rotten fool, but... But this album's more about you know that kind of lesson in life. That's why you know I put it like in the song Corinthians. You know, it talks mm-hmm. about verses. You know, and it, it on on those it just kind of gives you an example of what's going on. You know, in that in that song, uh, uh, you you talk about your grandparents uh, having being school teacher and uh, actually that was that was my mom your mom yeah my okay. mom was a school teacher uh dad you know and said was a preacher no as my, my grandpa was a your preacher. grandpa was yeah. a preacher and then okay. my dad uh you know always absolutely he's chasing and that's real that's that's not just a yeah yeah that that first that first verse was all real everything about me the rest of it is just <laughs> the rest of it you take with stories that that are in the oil field and that uh some of some of those are experiences that, that happen in there too, but a lot of that's experiences and 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 then you hear everything that goes on. Yeah, I know? just I just like that dynamic because it it, it kind of distills a, a a and and unless you're from out there, you right. really don't know that it, it 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 really comes down to those two groups of people where you have this. There's a lot of that the religious side. That's oh, yeah. a, that's a that's a vocation, yeah. and then there's the the government side, mm-hmm. the teachers and the cops, and then you have the oil field, and there's yeah. not much in between. No, you know? there's not. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> not really. Yeah. You can go go get you a job at the at the at the Whataburger, but you know, it's it's kind of that either oil field or, or there's not a lot of there's it, some service like, industry. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're but, servicing, but, but they have parts a shortage of the oil field. on the service industry. Totally. industry just because yeah. the jobs in the oil field yeah and uh so and i don't know a lot of people don't want to live in that area too it's a tough it's a tough life you know it's definitely a different life yeah and you keep going you go down down to um uh marfa and and Mm -hmm. alpine and and terra lingua it gets even worse oh my god that's a completely yeah it's it's a i love it i enjoy it but um i I like going out there there's a a festival called uh, viva big ben that uh texas music mag throws every year and that's one of my favorite festivals i go out there but then you get three or four days in and then you're like yeah i like this place but there's no way that i'll ever be able to make a living out here and in the same sense of here in fort worth or dallas we right, right yeah in, in the level of comfortable man i used to go i used to uh what, what is it the gauge motel yeah the gauge and yeah, marathon. marathon it's a beautiful man, i, I saw william clark green out there did it's you really yeah great. i uh I, I played a little bit out there once and then uh 
also did a somebody's private party like a wedding oh yeah and it was down it was in marathon it was somebody from marathon they'd hired me and oh wow I, I went up there to go play and then the ceremony was like in some little park with like with the mountains and the trees and all that and oh, it, was wow. just, it was pretty cool man it's uh, a beautiful town oh i love it yeah i love it I'm, and eric willis plays it a lot and a lot a lot of guys go out there and play that gauge motel yeah it's a, it's a cool little it, it's cool it's good stop yeah you know? it's, I, it's yeah you're not going to be blowing up out there. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but, but it's it's a good getaway, you know. Last, oh, totally. last time I was out that way and I play, and I played that deal, I had that hotel for 2 days. They they rented it for me for 2 days. Oh wow. And uh in those 2 days I went hiking and did a lot of riding and mm. you know <laughs> the other the, the extracurricular stuff, but yeah, it is what it is. But you know, I, I, but I did a lot of songwriting out there, and then uh, that's a good place to do it. It was, and it was actually one of those times where, like, I was in between. It was, it was in between. Uh, I it was actually like the first or second show I'd played. Period. Oh wow! Because I decided to leave the oil field, and uh, a buddy of mine was playing a wedding. I hadn't touched my guitar in forever. And I had one show up here with Skylar on a Wednesday, and I think oh yeah, Skylar Payne. And I think yeah. I drove all the way to uh, to uh, Marathon Marathon to go play this wedding. And Oof. I know it's a trick. It is, and oh, it's a, it's way out there. But uh, I had such a good time, and I didn't really have any responsibilities that I went ahead and stayed like either three or four more days at that little hotel that's right down the, the road. <laughs> yeah, and it's just because yeah, I just wanted to be around mountains and yeah, uh, uh, and do some. I've Riding. spent a lot of time in Alpine, and hey. I just I like I like that I like that whole area. I, wish I do be, too. Uh, what yeah. was it? Railroad. Railroad Blues. Blues. Yeah, yeah. It's been a such long, a great. I played there. Great venue. Long time ago. I need to try. I need to see about getting back yeah. in there. I don't yeah, one day we'll go out there and we'll record a live album. That's what we need Dude, to do. That'd be, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Have you? Uh, have you? I'm trying to think of that other. Have you been to? Oh, oh. it's gonna drive me nuts. One of my buddies just bought a. Well, I say buddies. Uh, the guy that I played some private parties just bought a uh, dance hall, London dance hall. I've never heard London of that. Where's hall? that at? That's like uh, kind of by Eden and okay. Brady yeah, and Menard. That's, that's a more closer this way. Yeah, I mean, all yeah. The, a lot of the greats have played there, but, no it shut, shit. but it shut down. And he just bought it and he's trying to bring it back up. Oh, man. So, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I know. I wish yeah. I wish a lot of the old dance halls would, would come oh, back. There's, because yeah. I, I, think, I think they'd do – I think they'd get – I think they would go a little further now because all these people are moving in and they're wanting that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think. they need that authentic feeling. Yeah, yeah. Because I would hate to be stuck in the city all day long. <laughs> yeah. That's why I live out in the country. Yeah, yeah. I totally, totally understand <laughs> that. Uh, getting back on on track, on track here. My bad, right? my bad. <laughs> it's easy for me to get uh, off track. Uh, uh, um, your new album, yeah, recorded over at uh, Modern Electric. Modern Electric. Yeah, uh, tell just, me about a little bit of man. It was that, it was actually. Experience. I tell you what, I've I felt really at home there. There's just there's just uh, a lot of that equipment has has got. All, in my opinion, and if you're if you're a believer of music and <laughs> like me, it's uh, I feel like all that equipment's got all these ghosts, you know, because they're, yeah, they're all juju. yeah, they're all they're. I mean, I, I I think like the the machine that uh, what do you call it, the tape machine? Yeah, I think that things had like Grateful Dead and Prince and all that. Like, it, I think a lot of that was uh, Dave Cobb's stuff that he oh. bought from people, and then yeah, Jeff bought it from him and. Like there's all these mics, like the mic alone. I don't even remember what he. It was a story he had behind it, but 
it's like one of like four or three mics. Oh, wow. And, uh, but it's just a really cool place. Um, every time I'm in there, I feel at home. Jeff really brings me in, gets me relaxed, gets me kind of in my, you know, a lot of creativity is going on, you know. Um, I first went to Jeff Sons and kind of bumped into him. We talked and, and he said, uh, he said, well, come in and let me show you the studio and all that. And I, I went in and he'd showed me where, you know, like Paul Cawthon, I got to listen yeah. to his record before, it, you know, before it was coming out. And then I got to listen to some Leon Bridges stuff and just, you know, just other stuff that was pretty cool, you know, like oh, to, yeah. to get to hear that kind of stuff before um, was just really awesome. And you got, you know, a lot of good, a lot of good players are playing out of there. And then you have that equipment that, you know, like I said, in my opinion, has all them ghosts. And you got Jeff's, <laughs> then you got Jeff's fingers behind him, which yeah. is cool, you know. And uh, of course, you know, you had that accent now, but, yeah. uh, but man, it was, it was one of those experiences that I got in there and for the, and like I wanted, I told him what I wanted. I said, "Man, I want to sound old country, like you know, like like I'm used to." And it does. And that old vintage he blues. Got it. He knocked it out. I think part. he did too, man. Yeah, the, it's like the, a nice, late seventies. Uh, it um, is, uh, and at a lot of that, I was blessed too. I had a Texas gentleman play on the oh, record. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, Nick Lee's guitar, and you know, mm. I mean, just God, that piano. Ooh, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, dude, Dan on the piano. I mean, it just the way those guys play together. And the way their vision comes together with your, you know, with what you want, and and the song itself, just really brings it alive. Mm. Uh, I was the first time, you know, when you first time you listen to yourself, uh, when you've got it pretty good, but it's not mixed or mashed. Dude, I was giddier than a, you know, than a little girl you know? <laughs> driving home. I'm like Jeff, yeah, you know, like, like throwing the rock, you know, the rock up sign yeah. on my way home, and and uh, just a big old Kool Aid smile. And but uh, but no, it was it, it is really experience. It really is, mm. and and it's cool because everything's live. So you go in there and, and the band's cutting it live right there, you know. And, and so how much of that when to begin with did you just throw them over your an acoustic demo and they man, build it for you? Or what what would it, happen is I'd, I'd walk in there with a song and I'd play it acoustically and they'd chart it out real quick. Hmm. And then we'd go in there and we'd do about five takes, five or six takes, and and then we'd come back in and listen. And, or you know, between each take we'd listen and kind of figure out oh what if you did this oh what if you did that and then you know and i told them i said man just let your creativity go you know at the same time because yeah. I, I wanted them to have fun with it as well and uh so you know of course they wrote their own parts but the there was you know there'd be things like oh what if we did this you know or we you know there'd be times that we would change things in the song and uh, and jeff had a lot to do with that too jeff's got a really good vision mm. um and some ears that i you know, I learned by, by you know, like I'm a self-taught musician, you know, just by ear. But the, his ear is just something unique, you know, and where he, where his vision comes in on songs, I'm like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> I would have never thought of that. Like on Corinthians, he, he pulls out a, a baritone guitar and uh, and it's that lead on there. Ooh, mm. man, it's salty. And Nick Lee is just one of the best I've ever seen. Mm. But uh but yeah, I mean it that whole this whole record recording it there was was definitely something I've I've always wanted to do, you know, as far as with a I wanted a live sound. Mm. I wanted something that you know that comes out and gets you. I feel like a lot of these other records uh that people are putting out there's so much 
overdubbing overdub and, yeah, and, and too much polish too much polishing and and i wanted something that's more yeah you know you, you, you i i, I talked to my my children about this and another artist as well but we we listen to music in the car and we'll listen to a lot of oldie stuff and, yeah and those so guys warm i mean it's so warm it's done through the analog yes yeah. but but and also those guys when they went to play in the studio they were so uh tight because they were playing seven nights a week (laughs) making a living because that's how they made their living just going from place to place and so some of these guys just they just killed it they just go in there into the studio and uh you know marty robbins that that uh the the album with the el paso on it yeah that was done in a 24-hour period that whole album yeah they they they, and, and it's got like a shit ton of songs on it like yeah 16 of them on wow. there. but they're all like two minutes a piece but right. it was all done in a very live setting yeah. and seeing that and i love gorgeous. that i love mm-hmm. that i mean because because i feel like if you if you try to do it too polished then you're missing on catching some magic yeah yeah and in certain certain genres it's okay if you go too polished just you know if you're in the pop, right, pop right. scene but but for this for our music the that we that for we, what i for what I, you know my vision of what i wanted yeah. you know it definitely it definitely has reached that uh, tell me, tell me about uh, uh, your first single, uh, "Blowing uh, Smoke." Yeah, I, it was actually so that song was written by, or it was written by me, but it was it was written for. It was a girl that, that kept chasing me up and down the stockyard, <laughs> and uh, and she showed up at Waffle House, and I was in out of all places, and I was just like, "Whoa! Like, did you follow me here? Like." <laughs> the heck <laughs> and and she you know she was a girl that was blowing smoke uh blowing cig- like she'd smoke cigarettes and you know when i first met her i met her in the stockyards and then she kind of just kept tagging along and then the next day you know like i was back at the stockyards and there she was again and i was like oh shoot <laughs> but uh but yeah she she showed up at at uh at the waffle house and i was like oh shoot and she was a little crazy. I'll just say that. <laughs> so I, I at that at that moment, I'd been I'd been writing or whatever, and and I kind of thought of that idea of that song and and uh, that you know blowing smoke. It's just you know it's not the way I talk. You know as far yeah. as what I, I I'm not very big on cigarettes. So you know yeah yeah. <laughs> but uh, and I wasn't very big on her either. You know, <laughs> poor, poor thing. <laughs> well, you know it is what it is <laughs> but you know a lot of the songs i write a lot of them a lot of them's in the moment you know it is stories like that or you know or um i guess everything's kind of authentic when i write you know mm. it's 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 real it's definitely real so uh but no it's a great song it's it's uh it's got it's the beat that really brings people in and uh and the storyline too, but but the beat, I think it, it's it's one of those dancing songs that get people spinning and you know and going around. So the first time I played it live with a full band, I really saw some people flipping, you know, doing the, doing the spin and the flip, and it yeah. just it it just made me go, wow, you know, what if I did a music video of nothing but people that were really good dancers doing all that, you know, mm-hmm. and then have some kind of other storyline, but. We didn't. We didn't end up doing that video, but I've got a new single that I I really want to shoot a video for, and I think we're going to do it here soon. Uh, and it's for only thing missing is you. Okay. So 
Um, yeah, which we hit that that one will be uh, on the album coming yep. up that hasn't released yet. That's released on September fifteenth when the album comes yeah, out. Sixteenth, yeah, yeah, 16th. 16th. Actually, I think uh, I think we're putting it out on the first as far as to radio. Okay, so it's Excellent. gonna be the, it'll be the uh, next so, radio single. So people will be getting it, uh, uh, hearing it on the radio. Yeah. So they'll need to go in and uh, request it at their favorite Texas and Americana That's radio right. station. That's right. Um, uh, tell me a little bit about. Uh, the last song we dropped on uh, uh, Ego. Where, Ego. Yeah, where'd that come from? Man, Ego is one of those songs. Um, it was actually the last song to make the record. Oh, wow. Um, I wrote two songs during COVID. And, uh, you know, during that whole time of COVID. And, and uh, one of them I have that I haven't uh, released. And I'm fixing to go record that, I think. Mm. But, uh but ego was one that I'd, I'd written. Uh, I'd actually had done some shrooms down <laughs> by the river, and that's uh, as one does. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know it's about seven o'clock in the morning. Or I say rivers, my little creek. We have a, you know behind my house is this little. I've got two clear spring creeks that come on our land. Yeah, and uh, and I sat down in that stream and uh, sat down by the water and did some shrooms and uh, kind of had made me think about a lot of things you know while i was down there and uh but the song it, it it's about getting rid of your ego it's about uh whether it's with life politics uh some of it's your own fault you know some of it's uh it's just one of those things that i feel like if you can beat your ego then you'll be successful. I think. Mm. I think that's what keeps us from being successful. Amen to that, man. Uh, I see it so much, man. And I and I'm probably just as worse as any of them. At one point, I mean, point. it's a it's, it's a, a renewing daily. Yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta watch yourself. You gotta yeah. watch yourself yeah. every day. Yeah, because it's so easy to be, get in that trap. It's okay to be confident, but mm. I feel like if your ego, like, you know, in that song, it talks about. Um, it talks about politics in some ways. Mm. Uh, it yeah. talks about the government. It talks about nature. How if you just revert back to nature, you know that's kind of will show you the way. Yeah. Instead of medicine and modern medicine and everything they put in our foods and our process and our brains and our phones that we're constantly looking at, you know, yeah. it's a lot of it's reminiscent on the days that you know I grew up where you know kids played outside and. You know, it talks about you know you need you need you knew to be home before the porch lights on. You know, <laughs> like if you weren't home before that, boy, expect you get your butt whooped. You yeah. Know? So a lot of it was reminiscent on that, and then talking about you know when you lose yourself or you've gone down a, a dark path or you've if you feel like you're lost, go look towards nature and you'll you'll do a little healing. You'll mm. find some. You'll uh, you might get rid of your ego. You might you might help you get rid of some of it at least. But uh, I love that. I love that message. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I kids don't don't try this at home. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know, it's it's funny because I it's one of those things where I grew up in West Texas. Yeah, religious. You know, heck, my my grandpa was a was a Church of Christ preacher. Oh, Church of Christ. My, my dad was a Catholic. Oh wow! Somehow we ended up at going to First Baptist. Oh know? wow! Well, we went to Church Christ or Church Christ, and then went to Baptist. So, <laughs> so you know, it's one of those things where you know, being being raised that way, you hear about oh, wow, he did he did 
Wow. Yeah. You know, Oof. Oof. Ooh, you know, but yeah. I grew up United Pentecostal. So did you? Yeah, yeah. it's really one of those things where you, you just kind of speaking in tongues. And yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over over time, you know, I think you've got to. You know, we, we find our own way. Whether oh, that's for sure. You know, and I I, I believe in God, and I just have my own, you know, my own vision. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a. Uh, 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 mushroom induce <laughs> you know what i'll tell you what you know it's crazy uh, you get down by the water and, and everything's so happy colorful beautiful you know i mean everything's so beautiful colorful and happy and so you you feel like you're so one to nature and god created nature and so at that point in time you kind of feel a little closer to god if you look in the sky yeah there's times where I, uh there's times i do it like it about an hour or two before the, the sun goes down in the twilight and you hour. see yeah, the, the sun golden, the sunset golden and all that yeah and especially like after a storm oh and then you oh that's perfect if you man at that oh, time yeah. god's talking to you it's pretty yeah. awesome because <laughs> you're seeing all kinds of things up there and it's i mean i it's just i don't know i i got where i was doing that for a little bit kind of reset i guess yeah I, yeah I completely um understand that that concept right there uh yeah. there's a um a record store owner that i was um uh, hanging out with quite a bit and one day uh he came uh, i i saw him and he was telling me how he went to arizona and did ayahuasca and how <laughs> uh, uh, uh transformative that was and how just it just shed so many anxieties and i was like whoa that's pretty hardcore but i've Sweating your balls off in a in a teepee out in uh, Arizona just well, doesn't sound appealing to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I heard they. Uh, you know, I was listening to a lot of uh, Joe Rogan, yeah. and some of that. And there was a podcast where he talked about ayahuasca in Peru. With oh wow, you know, with with all the shot, the priest up there, yeah. And, and they do like a tobacco cleanse first, and Oof. then after the tobacco cleanse, then you're you're ready to do it. Ready they to have, go. Like, this whole ritual, and I've Oof. I've heard about it. Yeah, it's. I don't know if I was gonna do it. I'd probably try to do it the right way that way, you know. But uh, I right now I'm at a good peaceful place. I don't think I need to be trying anything. Yeah, right now. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good, good right now. I, you know, you, you, as you grow, you kind of find. I mean, you know, you have your things that you've done. So yeah, I. Uh, but it's definitely an experience, I guess. That, mm. Um. Let's let's talk about uh, your other two singles, okay. uh, uh, "Last Kiss." Yeah, man, yeah. "Last Kiss." Uh, it's I had an off and on relationship with a girl, you know, uh, forever. I feel like uh, back in college. "Last Kiss." This song is the what uh, it kind of brought you and me together. Yeah. So uh, I remember we did back in the day a video. We did that. Video, we did that one and, and, that and divorce. So well. yeah. And and the divorce. Yeah. 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 Um, man, you know, in last kiss, I, I I was a girl that I had that I had. It was kind of your my first person I ever fell in love with, like mm. like where I actually said the words. Or, and uh, it'd been about a seven year off and on relationship type deal. And oh wow. She ended up marrying some guy. Wet, more west than west texas yeah <laughs> but uh but i would see her you know uh up at blaine's where i'd kind of cut my teeth and up it was at san angelo yeah, yeah. it's where i went to college and so uh where did you go to college in angelo state in, just angelo state yeah, angelo okay. state. yeah I, grad, I graduated excellent from, i'm a ram yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh you know i would go up there all the time and usually during the rodeo and that's when this was it was during the rodeo and uh and I got hammered. 
and I remember waking up the next morning. We were playing, you know, at the road. You know, we were playing uh, up there. And uh, anyways, we were at Blaine's, and I got trashed. And afterwards, and it was back in when I was drinking a lot heavier. And uh, but anyways, I, I woke up the next morning, and and I, you know, I'd seen her or whatever, you know, that night. And uh, and it was just one of those things where she already has somebody you know yeah and i don't know if they were engaged or what at the time but you know it was just one of those it was just one of those things where i wrote the song then that next morning hung over your shit <laughs> uh I, it was, I was just wait i don't know i don't know why i didn't leave i i, I think because it was kind of early in the morning I, i'm one of those man if i if i get hammered i wake up early in the morning i don't know why mm. but I, I wake yeah. up real early and i didn't really want to drive anywhere and i think when you're that drunk or hungover you kind of get a, a little bit of anxiety or mm -hmm. you know and so your brain races and a lot of times i'll pick up the guitar during that time and i'll write and mm -hmm. i wrote i think i wrote that song in about five minutes man how long you been sitting on that thing for a while for a while yeah 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 it's actually a song that i wrote before i started writing the rest of these songs wow but it's kind of the one that kind of ended up on the album. the last kiss was kind of the last song i wrote about her you know yeah it was, it was like this is the last kiss this is the last song this is the last you know and then i discovered this whole other <laughs> bombshell of life you know yeah <laughs> uh you know when i went to go chase the girl it wasn't her it was it was another girl that i thought uh this is probably the right one you know yeah and it turned out no that wasn't the right one either <laughs> yeah are they but, all, are any of them the right girl not ever? not yet not so far <laughs> actually it's probably it, it's me probably i'm just you know? glad my wife doesn't listen to this podcast I know, right? she's just gonna tear my she, ass I know. No, yeah. it's, it's probably me that's all i can say <laughs> no, i don't know it's it's you know it's one of those things I, you know, it's like this new single, uh, Only Thing Missing Is You. Mm -hmm. When I wrote that, it was one of the last songs I wrote. Uh, I wrote it with Sam Watson. Okay. And uh, and I went to her and I said, hey, I, I got this pretty cool chorus. I've got the first verse, but I can't think of a second or third verse. And, and we were over there, it was in Midland, Texas. I were in a garage and she had her piano out there. And, had my guitar and we finished it right then but the the idea was um and this was kind of you know during this was i guess when i just came back to music kind of and i was out on, on this buddy of mine's farm and i'd been talking to this girl on the phone and she had like the sweetest voice she's from it's kind of a tennessee accent <laughs> anyways i I'd thought about Tennessee and I thought about a lot of things at that time and uh and uh I thought about going to Nashville yeah. you know, even though I've never been and uh so it just kind of at that moment I I thought man the only thing missing is you you know what if I went and found this girl or found you know and and love is the only thing I never you know in my opinion that I've never really truly found or I just hadn't found that person to you know the correct one yeah right? the right one so the only thing missing was you was kind of how I first started thinking of that line. Oh, well, that's a good line. Yeah, and then I remember that was kind of during the time that uh, I'd been listening a lot of Waylon at that, you know, and I'd always been a Waylon fan, but I never really had 
just sat back and listened to records, like like listen to their vinyl. The full thing. The full, the full thing, thing. Yeah. yeah. Just sit and li- like you always pick out songs. You always pick out. Yeah. But I really wanted to dive, dive deep and uh, and I I started reading some some more stuff on him, you know. And I've played out there in West Texas, you know, where it says home. Yeah, Wait, Littlefield. Yeah, yeah, Littlefield. I've played out there, you know, and. And and that and I had some shows out there during that time, so that was another reason why I thought you know of, of Waylon, and because uh, I just yeah, you know, like I said, I just started playing, and that was one of the other sh- first shows that I'd been playing was out there, and uh, but when I I just remember at the time I just thought of Waylon and Jesse, and then of course there's always Johnny and June, and yeah, it's kind of how that whole camp thing came into to effect, and then I brought it to Sam, and we finished it about yeah I, I, I bet you i'd been stuck on that song for the second third verse probably god like six months something wow. like that and then just happened to bump into sam i was like you know sam i've never written a song with anybody i've never had anybody ever help me with a song i was like would you like to try to help me find this because i'm i'm lost on the second and third verse and she's got such a creative mind and she, she's got a publishing deal somewhere in nashville oh, wow. you know and, and goes back and forth and from Texas to Nashville, and, uh, and she she lives in Midland. She's a Midland girl. Oh wow! But uh, but yeah, I just we wrote that song just like that, you know. And and to me, it's one of my. It's probably my second favorite song on the album. The second? Yeah. What's your first? Oh man! Actually, you say that. Yeah, I just had to because I mean, man, I'd say my first is probably "Swimming in a Lake of Fire." Oh really? Um, uh, it's you have to be at a a dark place that you don't want to be to, to write that <laughs> it's you know when i wrote when i wrote that i was um i was actually watching uh, uh what's that movie with uh ah, where he commits suicide the old old one had had a Chris Christopherson and oh yeah, uh, uh, a star is born. Star is born. I was watching yeah. the new star. It's actually the the new one. The new one's like the fourth one. Our fourth one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've had that. Yeah, that's right. That quite a few times. Yeah, and I, but I, I had not seen it at the time, and and I was jo- I was joking around on social media, and I said, uh, I said something like, uh, so, so I said something like, I don't want to go by myself or something like that, but I, but I also don't want to. Like I said, I don't want anybody to fall in love either, you know, top deal. <laughs> but it wouldn't be bad to find a cute chick to go to, you know, the movies with. And I posted something like that on on Facebook, and I had like three girls all, all chime in, you know, you know, right, you know, like on yeah. the post, commenting. I said, "Cool, you all three meet me at at, at this <laughs> theater, or whatever." And they showed up. So here I was walking in the movie theater with like three beautiful women, to be honest, and and uh, we all sat together in the theater and uh i I really never thought that would work but it did (laughs) and uh and i sat there in the theater and uh one of my friends Brittany, wanted to watch it too so she came and uh anyways i after the movie it just like hit me like it was one of those things where i was like holy cow remind me of like my first round of playing music you know and Mm. with the old band and and some of the stuff i'd went through and so it kind of it kind of had hit me, you know, thinking, man, the way I was back then, man, I could easily mm. done something even worse. And uh, and so it, it it brought back a lot of that, brought back a lot of other memories. Uh, 
some stuff I can't even really talk about. But uh, but anyways, I, I just all that kind of hit me, and and uh, sat there in the theater for for like six minutes. Like they all left. Like I said, hey, y'all go ahead. I just want to sit here for a minute. Yeah. And I sat in the theater for about six minutes, you know, until everybody kind of cleared out. I I really thought for a minute. I mean, I was just like, a, whoa, dude, that kind of hit me. Oof. And then I went to um, went to the house and. And it was, I remember on the way home, Brittany, my friend, was with me, and, and uh, she's wanting to talk, you know, and I was like, hey, I really don't want to talk right now. I just want to, like, <laughs> let me just, uh, you know, get to the house. And So I get to the house, and I go to bed, and I just had all these nightmares and Oof. and woke up in the middle of the night and just, like, that nightmare kind of had the melody and, and, and <laughs> like, I could hear it. I kind of hear it, top deal. Yeah. And... Um, a melody came to you in a nightmare. It really did. And, that is and amazing. I, and I was sweating like crazy, you know, when Oof. I woke up, and uh, and I just picked up my guitar and I and I wrote it pretty quick. I mean, it, I probably polished it up, you know, in a couple of days, but but I'd written quite a bit of it, you know, in that that little moment. Uh, just started pushing record on my phone and just started writing. But I think a lot of times songs would just come to you. Yeah. You know? it's weird coming to you at the weirdest time oh, that's amazing yeah, yeah. I, I do you know like a lot of times when i drive i you'd think i drive rocking out to music <laughs> but a lot of times on a long drive yeah sitting there in the silence and i'll sit there in silence and kind of think of things or maybe melodies or maybe words or something there's times where i push play on my phone and i'm singing to myself which is kind of funny but it Makes when, sense. When, when you're a writer, that's what you do. Yeah, you know? it is what you do. And then when you get there, you, you start. You know, when you get to whatever place you're at, and you pull out your guitar and try to find it. You know. Yeah. And uh, and then there's times where I listen to podcasts. You know, and and uh, murder mystery thing oh. that, that makes the uh, yeah. that makes the day go by fast, and it shuts everybody else up in the car because <laughs> they, they all got to listen to yeah. you know. They, they get engrossed into it. Yeah. So it's it's one of like. When I write, a lot of times it's in it's in the truck, like on my way somewhere, you know. If it's not out in nature somewhere, you know, yeah. Yeah. But it's weird. I either like Probably to write. Right. I either like. I don't know. Write. <laughs> I, I write a lot when I first wake up in the mornings. Mm. Have a cup of coffee. And yeah. Start picking. Yeah, coffee and start picking and, <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah. Now you know it's. I don't know what it is. It's something about the mornings when I first wake up. A lot of things are first rushing through my head, you know. Mm. And it's always like it's not like eight o'clock in the morning or something. It's like five or six in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, shoot, <laughs> you know, you want to sleep and it doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. No. Yeah, that's uh, the lady muse comes yeah. at you pretty hard. Yeah. So yeah, but no, it's um, something like fire. Is just one of those songs that uh, every time I sing it, I, I feel it. You know, it's mm. it's a it's definitely a personal song. So I think we've come to the part of the podcast where we uh, we, we need one? yeah let's 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 get you to play one. This is the new song that's coming out. It's called "Only Thing Missing Is You." Like a fiddle needs a bull, like a guitar needs a tune. A drunken needs one more drink. Good Lord said it best before he took his day rest. I'm 
man shouldn't be alone Swayland's got Jesse Johnny's got Jim How we all love that it's true The only thing missing is you It's hard to understand Loving a music man Where's always on the road Till the last couldn't call Finally to fall Wall when he's coming home Swayland's got Jesse Johnny's got June How it all It is a, a Kona. Kona, yeah, <laughs> and I just love it. Uh, so that that right, that is uh, Lord. It's it's right there. It says Tanya Tucker right there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So that's a that's a Smith Music Live at Billy Bob's guitar. We just pulled it right off the wall. Right off the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tanya Tucker touches uh, yeah, guitar. Yeah, yeah. Right? She she signed it. That's yeah. a little piece of history out there. It, very much so. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. That that guitar really was never meant to be played. Right. It's one of the the cheap ones. It was meant to be signed. But right. but hey, it hey, for it this purpose, the, it got the job. It done. got the job done. You, you know, it's funny is I. I it, you say in Tanya Tuck, that's it's crazy that I'm playing this guitar that has it. <laughs> because if you walk into um if you walk into Modern Electric, there's a Tanya Tucker like deliver and they all they all love Tanya Tucker. Oh, I bet. And and so they've got like picture you know, when she had when her hair was all different colors, like either a red or a green or something yeah. one night when she was kinda going I don't know, she kinda went on her thing yeah. <laughs> but anyways and, and also some of those guys have you know met her and played with her you know oh, wow. from, from like you know jeff to you know yeah texas gentlemen all those guys They've yeah been they did they, uh when she did didn't then they do some stuff after that yeah. uh, uh brandy carlisle yeah yeah yeah, yeah, then, yeah. Uh, well shooter was also the yeah. producer on that as well yeah yeah so it was, it was it's 
funny because we'd walk in there and see that. And then yeah. the conversations with them was, well, Tanya Tucker, a lot of her family's from Denver City. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. And so she's, a, she's like a West Texas I, girl. Uh, there is, uh, when I was growing up, my dad was obsessed with a movie called Hard Country with Jan Michael Vincent. And uh, it has uh, Kim Bassinger in it. Yeah, I think I've seen and, that. And it, uh, it's, it's all set in Midland. It was shot in Midland. And there's, um, she's in it. And uh, it wasn't until I was much older and I got connected with Smith Music and started farting right. around here, I found out that the guy who wrote it was Michael Martin Murphy. And, oh, wow. And, and, he's great. Um, he, right. And God, I didn't great. know he wrote he wrote this movie and and they made it and it, was, it came out before um uh, uh urban cowboy did it was oh, just wow. a little bit before and yeah. and it's all about playing the honky tonks well not going to the honky tonks and getting drunk out in, in, yeah. in midland Oof. and um <clears throat> uh uh it, yeah it just I, I i think about her in that movie because yeah. she was she, she she didn't do a lot of acting, you know, right, and and right. and uh, but but I, it, it, I now see that that connection. There's there must be some more of that right. West Texas stuff there. Yeah, she, uh, you know, I, I remember like the Tuckers were, you know, they lived pretty close to us, and so they would, you know, that's wild. I know I, I had no, clue. you know, I tell you what was also crazy. One day I was, you know, growing up out there, you. you you go to the Plains Watermelon Festival. Oh, yeah. The Dixie Chicks were playing out there right before they blew up. Oh, wow. So here I am, you know, I think I was, I think I was a freshman at Andrews. But oh. I went back to Denver City to go say hi to some people in Plains and Seagraves, you know. They yeah. Were, the whole community kind of comes together for that Plains Watermelon Festival. And, uh, yeah, Dixie Chicks were playing there. And at the time, it's before they blew up. Yeah. Before any of that other stuff happened. And, oh. and uh, so, yeah, I saw them play you know and and at the time you know i i just started learning like i just picked up guitar yeah. at one point was I, was uh lloyd uh, mains playing with them in that time period i don't, period, I, I don't remember i don't think well at the time i don't think i really knew that much <laughs> you weren't lloyd. aware yeah i wasn't i wasn't aware so he could have been or couldn't have been i don't know yeah i'm sure he probably was if, probably because probably playing steel yeah, yeah but man they were i remember they were good yeah yeah i, mean, I I didn't think anything of it. And then one day I'm looking on TV and I'm going, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> well, man, uh, uh, we, we are almost here at an hour and yeah. I am so thankful for you coming in, sitting with it, me man. and chatting with, uh, with us. Uh, a lot of this will be transcribed for the Texas tailgate newsletter. Uh, yeah. a nice printed magazine. And, cool. and uh, this will go up on uh, our website as well. Smithmusic.com. Uh, thank you. The album is uh, Too Many Chiefs, Not Enough Indians, yep. coming out September 16th. That's correct. And uh, you'll be on a ro on the road, right, uh, during that yeah, time period yeah, in we'll Idaho. Yeah, we'll be on the road. I'll be, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll be up in Idaho, uh, I think, during that time. We'll be doing a couple of festivals. Uh, Excellent. Cuna, Idaho. We're doing uh, one there at uh, Cricket 8. Excellent. And, and then, uh, then I think we're going to go back into either Utah and then I think we're in Montana some, and then uh, and then we'll be coming back home. Excellent. So I'll, I'll um, do something here. But before I let you go, where can people find you out on the internet? Uh, you can go to YouTube. You can go to Spotify, iTunes, uh, Facebook, Instagram. It's all Cleet Bradley in the mood or Cleet Bradley, uh, CleetBradley.com. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can find me on all social media. Just look up my name, Excellent. C C L E T E, because some people don't, you know. 
Don't always spell it right. But With a C-L-E-A-T? Yeah, like, they'll do like, cleat like the, like the shoe, which, which is fine. <laughs> and a lot of times I'll say, yeah, my name's Cleat, you know, like the shoe. But, <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's C-L-E-T-E and then Bradley. Excellent, so. excellent. Yeah, go out there and follow, follow, follow. We we, we need to get this guy some spins, some own monthly listeners. Always. Definitely. Uh, uh, go and request the new single at, at uh, Texas Radio. By yeah. the time this podcast comes out, it'll already be uh, delivered out there in the world. So. Yeah. Uh, please do, please do uh, uh, request it. Thank you so much, Cleet. Yeah, thank um, you. And until next time. All right, man.